Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Be Your Own Bank podcast. It's that time of the week, the weekly roundup. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in again. Um, We've got some big news today, starting with the Staples Center. Formerly the Staples Center. Formerly known as the Staples Center. They have now been taken over by Crypto.com. So Crypto.com got exclusive naming rights for the next 20 years. Wow. For $700 million. (laughs) Yep. So it will now be Crypto.com Stadium. Yes. Yes. I love it. People are not happy about it. No, I'm sure they aren't because Stable Center is the, you know, Kobe built, right? Mm -hmm. So people are pretty uh, upset about that, I would say. It's tied to all the great moments that have occurred there. It's the Staples Center. But just imagine the great moments that will occur there. Right. All the the crypto dunks. Crypto dunks. <laughs> but yeah, so this is just a continuation of what's been going on. FTX, of course, taking over a stadium. Now Crypto.com. Um, FTX also signed with a, with an esports a gaming team called TSM. That's smart. And they will be paying them, FTX will be paying them $210 million over the next 10 years. To, what? Yes. To change their name from TSM Esports to TSM FTX. TSM FTX. Yeah. I'll get a tattoo of FTX for $200 million. I would, absolutely. I'll change my name to FTX for $200 million. I'll do a lot for FTX for $200 million. Wow. Yeah. That's he- for for virtual gaming competitions like EA games and stuff, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, these are professional, probably 16-year-old gamers. And they're just that good. They're so good. That they sell out e-stadiums. Yeah. Wow. Oh, they are League of Legends. I was right. League of Legends. League okay. of Legends, yep. So it's Team Solo Mid. Okay. Now Team Solo Mid FTX for $210 million. That's insane. Yeah. This is where we're going. Wow. Yeah. So sports, of course, a main target for the crypto exchanges because there's so much money, so much They're hype. making tons of money. Yeah. What do they do with it? They want to make more, so they got to endorse. I said it before. The sports is is the the last bastion of people understanding this thing. Yeah. The, for the tipping point, if you will of crypto, I think is in the sports arena. Yeah. I mean, sports is a cultural equalizer. We bring people from all walks of life to enjoy the same thing, which is their team. Yeah. It's proximity to where you live for in most cases, right? It's like, (laughs) it's so stupid, but Hey, it's not a rational thing. No, you know, it doesn't need to be. It's tribal, whatever, you know, it's blue versus red. It doesn't matter. But we love our branding. It's branding, right? Athletes. Yeah. So yeah. And these, they have the most clout. They have the most following. They make the most amount of money. It's brilliant. Yeah. So hundreds of millions of dollars being invested into sports. Not only that, but the NBA itself is releasing its own line of NFTs. So we have to talk about NFTs again. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't still don't quite understand what the purpose is because NFTs like you can copy and paste them. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me yet. I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me yet. Right. I think it's as, as one of, um, let me see what his name is. He, he just created this own, uh, website where you can literally copy and paste every NFT that's ever been made. Sure. Because you can just copy and paste it. Yeah. Sure, you can't prove you own it. Right, you don't own it. You don't own it, but you can have it. So Yeah, you can enjoy um, it without owning it, I suppose. 
<laughs> but I mean, I, I think for the sports world, right? Because NFTs in the sports world, especially the NBA, like I just watched this this NFT. Uh, they're just literally highlight clips, right? Yeah. Of slam dunks and you know, whatever. Uh, it's, that's about it at this point. <laughs> slam dunks. Um, so it's just like a little highlight reel. It was um, uh, Tyler Hero. He's a, a Miami Heat player, I believe. And they were, it was just like a little three second clip of him, you know, doing some, some dunks, um, or, you know, throwing the ball at the basket, like three seconds of that. And they wanted $400 for this NFT. So you would own that NFT. Okay. So now I own this little digital clip. All right. I don't really care. Right. And plus it wasn't even like a, a important game. It was just like random season game highlight from a season game that, you know, and they were probably selling 500 of these NFTs of this little video clip of the same clip, the same clip. The same so 500 clip. people would own that clip, right? Whatever that means. How do you, how do you utilize that? Like, where's the investment? Where's the utility? Yeah. Doesn't make much sense to me, aside from the fact that if you own one, according to the NBA website, then you, you get rights to their streaming service for the year. Oh, okay. So that makes sense because then that way they're, they're trying to sell their streaming service and by you investing in their NFT platform or what have you, now you, you're basically signing up for their streaming service and you're getting a free NFT. Yeah. Right? I mean, you're paying quite a bit for some of these. And you're thinking that you're going to be able to turn that NFT around. Now I get the idea. Turn it around or maybe collect all of them. Oh, okay. in a certain set and then resell that. So I'd collections have, are always worth I'd have the 2021 Tyler Hero snapshot. Yeah. All NFT of, all of catalog. his best layups or whatever. <laughs> 10 best layups. And then what do I do? Do I, I just, I buy a, a view screen and put it on my wall and my friends come over to watch the game and I would go, oh, you know, check out my NFT collection on my view screen. I like, mean, that's it, right? Is... For this, the only real purpose aside from getting access to their streaming services, you get to brag to your friends. Right. Because no one else cares. But isn't that ultimately what everything is, is bragging to your friends? I mean, in a way, yeah. I mean, just, just feed your cool ego. factor, right? Yeah. It's like, who else has a view screen with NFTs yeah. on their wall? Well, and it's, it's ownership. I mean, you can prove you own it and there isn't a whole lot of things that we can own, you know? See, the, the, virtual world. the thing that would make most sense to me is, you know, and I'm sure they're already thinking this, right? Is like, instead of the Tyler hero, I don't, I'm not an anti Tyler hero, you know, but if it was like, Hey, I have the NFT of Jordan five seconds left on the clock, game six, last game as a bull championship fadeaway jump shot. That's what I want. That NFT, I definitely want. Well, and I'm sure, I, I think they even said it, that they're going to have those more rare ones, but they'll label it as a, a legendary NFT or a rare NFT. Oh. So, so you'll like have the, to pay more and they'll be probably more scarce. So they're going to create that scarcity. They're going to create the scarcity. Yeah. So you're only going to be able to buy five of Jordan Game 6, mm -hmm. whereas you can get 500 Tyler Hero Game 13 <laughs> yeah. 2021 season. Right, right. Okay. So... I mean, so that's, that's the lost leader is what you're saying sure. is that that's the pack the the when you used to buy cards, right? When you used to buy tops, you know, playing cards, you would open the pack and you would hope to get the Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. But chances are you weren't going to and you were going to get a right. bunch of Tyler heroes. <laughs> yeah. So and then you just, have like a, that, right? you just have a shoe box full of Tyler, of Tyler heroes. heroes. <laughs> 
like just gets so lost now, in a closet. Yeah, now you'll have a folder on your computer full of Tyler Hero. Yeah, exactly. It takes up a little bit less space, but still just as pointless. But if Tyler Hero blows up, then, you know, if he becomes the, the next great thing, then you'd be like, oh, I was an original Tyler Hero adopter. Sure. But I mean, <laughs> it's all speculation. What are you really investing in? But what is sports in? anyway? So I think it is a natural step in the thing in the scheme I mean of it makes sense for the NBA the NFL whatever they're yeah. going to make a ton of money but how is the consumer aside from the super fan going to really benefit from right this? right because you have to display it it's like it's yeah. easy to have a Larry Bird signed jersey and put it up on the wall and you yeah. go oh that's got Larry Bird sweat on it wow, wow. that's cool it's never been washed you know so like that's different because it's just it's got this you know you have the tactile <laughs> you have you know grass stains <laughs> You know, it's 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 a real. You can see the court scuffs thing, right? Yeah, court scuffs. <laughs> I, yeah. I I just I that's the only that's the biggest hurdle I think is having people think about it, thinking about living in this digital world. Yeah, yeah, and I think we're a bit of a ways off, especially from the general consumer. But I mean, this so this guy, his name's uh, Jeffrey Huntley. He put he put up this. Um, pirate bay of NFTs where you can literally just download any copy of an NFT. Um, and he likened it to just the tulip craze. So how are we moving away from this fad and making it something of real value that's yeah. lasting? And I think for me, um, with the metaverse and all that, the only way to really add utility right now um, aside from your mega collectors is in the gaming industry because it's already been tried and tested and proven. Video games. Video games, yeah. How is that? Well, I mean, you look at you look at some of the games that have been out for a while. Um, one of them, RuneScape, for example. Rune RuneScape. Yeah, it was a game I used to play when I was younger. Um, very popular back in the day. It came out in two thousand one. But there was an item in the game called a blue party hat. It's worthless. <laughs> a blue yeah. party hat. And your character got to wear it. Okay. okay. Um, but now it's a staple of, of prowess. It's like, if you have one of these, you've either been playing it way too long yeah. or you've grinded the game so, so hard that you've earned it. You've bought it in the game. Oh, okay. And so on, on off offline market or not offline, but off game marketplaces, this item, this digital item sells for $2,000. A blue party hat is 2000 two real dollars. Thousand real dollars. What? Yeah. But the problem is it's not it's not an NFT. There's no real ownership. So the game creators, if they delete your account or whatever, you lose it. It's gone. So you just wasted $2,000. So that's where I feel like NFTs make sense. Oh, so you're saying you wouldn't own that blue no, party hat. No. Your account does, but your account is still owned by the, the game creators. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So because of the scarcity of this blue party hat, because of the cov the coveted nature of this blue party yeah. hat, because it's been around for so long, yeah. it's the badge of courage it's in RuneScape. It is. To own a blue party hat, but you don't really own it if you, you don't have really it. You don't really own it if you have it. No. Okay. So no. what's the next step then? Well, I mean, there's this game called Eve that's been around for a while. And, and um, it's, just, it's another example. They just broke a Guinness World Record like a year ago. Um, 5,000 real people in this virtual game had, the, it's a space game. So you battle ships and stuff. Sure. So they, they had two factions. They had this huge space war and it was like trillions of dollars of in-game currency. But because I, I believe you can buy the currency in the ships with real money, um, okay. 
it, the war, the fake virtual war with fake virtual ships cost over three hundred thousand dollars. What? Yeah. So wait, so you're saying five thousand people? Yep. Bought into this game with real money, got their their in-game money, purchased ships, and then had or earned their in-game money. I don't know how how it necessarily works, but yeah, they. I'm I'm in some of these games. You can use real money to buy in-game. So money. where did you get the three hundred thousand from? Then that's the equivalent value of in-game money lost in this. If you were fight. to buy the money right. and not earn it, right? Oh, okay, okay, all right. Um. So what I, I see is. NFT is allowing you to not only put money in to these games to buy content, because that's already happening on a crazy scale. It's happening on people's phones. I mean, all right. your phone games is the Candy same Crush, whatever. People are paying yep. tons of money with these freemium games. Clash of can- Clans. Yeah. Yep. It's free. The game's free, but <laughs> if you want to progress, you pay to progress. Right. Faster. And so NFT is, in terms of utility, will allow people to not only put money in, but also potentially make money in these games and take it out. Oh, real money. Real money. Yes. Virtual world, yep. virtual everything, virtual economy, real money. Right. Because now you can actually sell things, buy and sell things with cryptocurrency, which is real money. Folks, deal with it. Deal with it. Jump on board. Get will on the you? train, please. But if you can actually buy things that are uh, that are being used in the game, and then you can turn around and sell those, or pieces of property, or yep, like whatever. Sandbox, right? or, or like that Star Atlas, right? Where you're buying spaceships, right? So there's a new game Star called Atlas, Star Atlas. Yeah. yeah. Um, n- not Cloud Atlas. That's a, a fantastic movie. I highly recommend seeing it multiple times. Um but star atlas is you buy these ships you buy spaceships and you i mean at this point it, there's no game like it's not it doesn't exist yet it's just no, pe- it's, they're it's selling a, nfts it's a concept right so it's built on this unreal engine which is like the top it's of the, the line it's the staple of yeah graphics yeah. and physics so all the games yeah. you know and love that are have really great graphics that's on unreal engine and so they're they're developing, not building yet, it sounds like. They're developing this game, but they're already selling the ships. So if the game goes well and you got in early and you got your spaceship, good for you. Well, and you own it. That's the difference, right? You own right. it is it's it's verifiable on the blockchain, but this is you have digital ownership of this in-game item. Yes. Um, so you could sell it for real money to you somebody else for real wants money it. or use it to do something in the game that makes you money. But I mean these ships are selling for $12,000, some of them. What? That's so ridiculous. Oh, my God. Okay. And the game doesn't exist yet. The game doesn't exist. So that could, it could be a rug pull. It could be a so rug pull. So there's a lot of still the wild, wild west. west. It yep. is. It is. It really is. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's, it's crazy. This world is crazy. It's going to be the future. And I think that it, it isn't so crazy to assume that we're going to have we're going to go to a party one day or a get together. You're going to talk to somebody and be like a real party, a real party, a human Let me being preface, party, a real human being party. But you're going to, you're going to talk to somebody and be like, what do you do for a living? And they're going to be like, Oh, I am a mechanic in star Atlas. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be like, I don't know what that means at all. So tell me more. Basically, you know, the fact that we're creating this easy bridge of, of, an economy yeah. in these 
virtual games. Well, everybody needs a mechanic. Everybody to needs fix a mechanic. Your spaceship. Right. So someone has a twelve thousand dollars spaceship that breaks down in this game. They're gonna pay this guy who maybe invested ten thousand to level up his mechanic skill. Right. To fix their, you know, because thrust capacity, fast turnaround, right? Sure, because they're the you best. Know? They're the best in the because they're level ninety the mechanic, so yeah. they can get your ship in and out in an hour and a half. That's right. Whereas if you just take it to the regular Valvoline. mechanic, <laughs> that's days. That's days. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's ludicrous, but it's probably where we're going. But if you can turn the in-game money into real cryptocurrency, yeah. and cryptocurrency turns into real money. Now the the flow is is uh, you could actually create a business. Uh, uh, you could create a business. I mean, it's already happened in in some of these games that I've talked about. These games that have been around for decades. People are creating infrastructure and economies and making in game money. Maybe it maybe it translates to real money or not. But this for me, that's the only thing that really makes sense right now. If they can add more utility, real world. Um, utility that makes that would make sense for NFTs, but if it's just art that you're collecting, I don't see that lasting. It's harder. too long. It's harder. Well, and if you can actually build something that adds to your attributes online, or you can build something where you're building a career online, you know, pairing the virtual in the real world, Western Space University, you know, <laughs> like yeah. you could actually get it. Yeah. You could actually get your degree online. You could be a captain of the Starfleet. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's, uh, that's where we're heading. So gear up because here we go. At least, at least dip your toe in at this point, you know, like it's, it's already happening. And I think if you ignore it, you're only going to be left behind. Not saying, you know, go double down on it, but you know, it's, there's some really great opportunities to, to start to think about the future. Yeah. And, but I, I could, I I guess I could see this too being paired with like, maybe you purchase a pair of air Jordans and one of the byproducts of that is you get kind of like how they do with Doritos. You know, you buy a bag of Doritos, you get double XP and call of duty, right? Double experience. That's what XP stands for. So your, your guns level up faster, whatever, but I could see where you buy a pair of progress. Yeah. You buy a pair of air Jordans and they give you a, a pair of air Jordans in 2k in the game. Yes. You know, so that's kind of bridging the NFT world with the real Yeah, because Jordans have numbers, right? There's only a certain amount of Jordans that are made, yep. right? And those are coveted and those are, you know, those always get inflated. So if you said, oh, we have these, you know, or this throwback jersey or whatever it is in, in game and you're the yep. only one because we know that if you have it in game, yep. then you own it. Or, I mean, for kids, buy a Hot Wheels car, you get, you get that car in your racing game. That's where we're at. So we appreciate you tuning in. It's been the roundup. That's the roundup. Let's check at these charts. All right, let's take a look at Bitcoin. So we were looking last week at this bull flag formation. It broke out of the bull flag formation, but then what happened was, that's right. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago, the bull trap. So what the bull trap is, is we get volume and we get a breakout from resistance and then it immediately, well, it hit an all-time high, which is great. And anytime it hits an all-time high, chances are it's going to pull back. So it just did decide to pull back. It came back and touched the resistance at about 62.5. And then it kept going. So it dropped. It hit the old support, which was 
like 61.3, kept going, went all the way down past the 50-day moving average at 59.5, kept going. Now it's in between the 50-day moving average and the 100-day moving average, which is kind of no man's land. So yes, we are getting a little relief rally, but now our 50-day moving average has become our resistance. We have to crash through that in order to continue going up. So I believe we may see a reversal again one more time down uh, right around 60, 61. We can come up to, you know, all the way to 62 and reverse back down to this 53 area, which is the 100-day moving average in green. I think this is where we're going to buy. I think this is our, our low point. It could go down to 50, but I think 53 is really going to be the bottom. And then we, we continue to go back up. So the thing to remember is we've been playing this game, depending on how long you've been playing it, you know, if you were able to ride this all the way up, then 67 to 58 isn't that big of a correction. But if you bought in at 58 and it went up to 67, you were so happy, oh man, I've made, you know, eight, $9,000 and then boom, it goes and corrects and now you're back to square one. So yeah, of course, that's easy to to feel bad about that. But the problem is, is we have something called preferential bias, which is an emotional response when you lose money as opposed to when you gain money. So if you gain $10,000, you're not going to be as happy as you would be sad if you lost $10,000. The amount of sadness you would have from losing $10,000 is not equal to the amount of happiness you would have by gaining $10,000. That goes into our greed, right? So it's, it's really interesting because it's a long game. You have to play it the long game. You can't get the, the fear and panic. You'll, you'll end up selling at a point that was just a small correction and then you're out of the market and you have to watch everybody else their portfolios are going to go through the roof and you, you know, you got scared, which happens. I get it. But you have to take the emotion out of it. So I think we're going to hit this 60. We're going to hit 62 possibly. And then we're going to, we're going to fall back down one more time to 53, 51 to 53. Then it, then we buy, then we buy. Then the, the newbies get scared and they sell and the veterans, they buy as much as they possibly can. And then we, two, three, four X. Be patient. Patience is a virtue. You need to be patient in this market. Be patient. And if you did, uh, I'm going to be scraping a little bit off right here to try to grab this 53. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. That's great. I've still got a majority of my portfolio that's still in. I'm just going to try to do a little day trade right around that 60 range, which we're getting really close and then try to buy back in, in the 53 range. Don't get discouraged. Don't worry. This is a volatile market. And then total market cap, we looked at, you know, we hit that three, three trillion. Of course, that's a resistance. So what do we do? We retrace. Now we're back to that 2.4, 2.5 trillion. What is it doing? It's bouncing off of that. Still bullish, still bullish. This week's dollar cost averaging. Ethereum, the number two crypto, just hit the 50-day moving average as a support, starting to bounce back. I like Ether. Might want to put a little into your portfolio since it has corrected a little bit. Now it looks like it's coming out of there. Then we have Horizon Zencoin, Z-E-N. This is just created a golden cross on the daily. So this has the potential to start to move in a parabolic range. And it's only about $95 each right now. 
Lastly, we have basic attention token, which is the token of the brave browser. If you don't have it, you should get it. It's great. And it pays you in basic attention token. Uh, we've got a bull flag forming here. So that's got some potential and it's only a dollar nine right now. So take a look at basic attention token. That's it for the charts. We are the bit bros. We are not licensed financial advisors. All content is intended for educational purposes only. Do your own research and only risk what you're willing to lose. We'll see you next week. 